It's Friday night, which means it's time for another episode of the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Casey. Uh, We want to just take a quick moment to thank you all for your patience over the last month or so. Uh, We delivered a steady some like 40 episodes in a row without missing a week. We're very proud of that. However, uh, it did get the best of us. There's no behind-the-scenes drama. There's no secret fight. There's no anything except for the constant oh, ongoing one between Ashley and I. was going to say, I. there's no secret fight. There is the blatant publicized fight. <laughs> Casey's the worst, but, like, yeah, that's not why the, the, That's not why we took the break. <laughs> right, exactly. We just needed time off. And about a month ago, Ashley messages me and goes, hey, Casey, there's going to be a Nintendo Direct, and I think there might be Animal Crossing in it, so let's stop podcasting for a month in anticipation. And uh, wouldn't you know, <laughs> you were right yeah, on. Yeah, that's actually, that was it. I said, you know what, Casey, I'm so fed up, I'm not going to podcast again until Animal Crossing is announced. <laughs> I refuse. Guys, we're so happy. We hope you're as excited as we are, because we, as we all know, this is the Friday Night Nicktoons slash Animal Crossing podcast. Um, slash, honestly, just Nintendo garbage that we want to bring up. That's true, but, but Animal mostly Crossing Animal Crossing, yes. with like a hint of <laughs> Celeste and Stardew Valley. But, uh... <laughs> But yeah, we oh, are back. Last time, way, way back, we watched our fifth episode of the Avatar The Last Airbender rewatch. We'll get back to that next week. I know we, you guys were probably expecting another Avatar because we had been gone and you might not have remembered what was coming up next. I certainly thought we were doing another Avatar episode and I was like, oh right, we had that one Angry Beavers episode to do. And uh, thank goodness we are because it's a good one. It is. It's a perfect one to come back to. Um we also did put out our weekly Twitter poll asking whether you guys would want to be friends with young Boomy or old Boomy. And old got 78% of the vote, which I was a little surprised about, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's what I voted for. It definitely makes the most sense. But uh, yeah, I thought it would be a little more contentious, but I guess not. Plus, if you aren't actually rewatching the show with us, you might not really remember young Boomy very well. That's fair. Just, you know, he's he's definitely an old man, but he is he is a blast in his old years, man. I, I would be friends with any Boomy, but yeah. I I would stick by an old if I had to pick. Same with me. And this week, as I said earlier, we're sticking with the Angry Beavers. We have an episode that is the season one finale. When Ashley was in New York a few months ago, we watched the entirety of season one of this show in like two sittings, and it was delightful. So we might re- tie in some of that entire discussion into this episode without really doing any spoilers yeah i mean it's kind of hard to spoil angry beavers in, <laughs> true in any real sense um there's usually not plot points that are stunning and shocking and life-changing but that being said i'm definitely excited to be talking about this one also be sure to follow us on twitter at fnn underscore podcast and facebook facebook.com slash fnn podcast and also review us on apple podcasts so others can find the show and be sure to check out our youtube page especially if you're doing that avatar watch we will eventually be reading through some of your guys comments and sort of getting your guys's gauge on the show as well there so there we go Thank you all so much for tuning in. Now let's get started. From the Nicktoon Animation Studio in Hollywood. Hollywood, 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 Hollywood. All right. Our 
episode this week again from Angry Beavers is entitled Food of the Clods. It's from season one, episode 13B, also that season's finale. Originally aired November 15th, 1997. And you know what, Casey? Hold on, I just realized something. Is it about um, the title? No, um, we didn't do an episode for my birthday this year because of all of our pushbacks, so now you don't have to be mad because neither of us had a birthday episode. Nice. Yeah, that's so much more fun than both <laughs> of us getting a birthday episode. We're just getting rid of it for everyone. It's the true American way, a real zero-tolerance policy. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I was just thinking about, usually I think about how old I was at the time an episode came out. Right. Yeah, that's so. true. That is true. Yeah, well, I was thinking about the title, and I'm not really sure what it has to do with anything, to be honest. Maybe it's a pun yeah. on one of the titles of the movies. So I guess Food of the Gods mm-hmm. is a, uh, what is it even? It's a something. I think it's a book. Hmm. Yeah, it's a book. I have no idea what it has to do with, or if it has to do with, um, or it's film. It's film. It sounds like a horror movie. Um, you know what? It looks like it might be, um... Oh, yeah, it's a book, but it seems to have nothing to do with Yeah, I'm, like, trying to... And what are clods? You know, I wasn't wasn't sure on that one either. A clod is a lump of earth or clay or a stupid person. Okay, great. So, uh, food of the clods. I think that the plot of the movie that they watch is very vaguely similar because it talks about how there's gotta be it you're right yeah food that they feed to chickens and it makes the humans get really large as a result so like i think that it's trying to like seduce the volcano yeah so so loosely based on that so that's uh that's your fun fact if we had one for this week guys wow Wow, well, after that roundabout discussion, I feel I do feel enlightened. I had no idea what the title was a reference to. Uh, but in this one, Norb sleepwalks while watching scary movies, and Dag intends to prove his brother's crazy case. What does that even mean? You know, who What's knows? What's a crazy case? <laughs> Basically, you, oh, Dag, Dag is just from, trying uh... to prove to him that he's sleepwalking, and Norb doesn't believe him. Yeah, and, and trying to prove to him that, like, you shouldn't do this and that to keep from right. sleepwalking. And he's like, oh, no, it's whatever. Oh, it's great. It's great. Um, first thing I think we need to say, though, is just that the TV world of Angry Beavers is one of my favorite things. We talked about it to death for uh, the day the world got really screwed up, but it is so good. <laughs> Um, it is. Yeah, that's a big reason why we picked this episode in the first place. And we, of course, have talked to death how much we love the day the world got really screwed up, the Halloween Angry Beavers episode we did ages ago. And that features, the, uh, if not the same characters, a very similar cast uh, in this TV universe of the Angry Beavers. And it's so different. Like, the humans in Angry Beavers look terrible. Like, they don't look like people at all. But the humans in their TV universe look, like, pretty conventional, like, comic book characters, almost. Yeah, and there's always, there's always this intentionally just deadpan male who's, like, the male lead, it always feels like. And he's always just saying, like, everything he says is just deadpan. Like, And now we are going to go, like, just, like, 
ridiculous. And then there's the the woman that always just says ridiculous things. She's I just think... like the wide-eyed Anshinu, like arm candy, like right off. He's she's like, no, don't go. Right at the beginning of this episode, and uh, Norb is watching, and she says, don't go. I'd be left without you if you were gone. Yes. <laughs> just really obvious stuff like that. It's. Oh, but it's so well done. Um, and so anything that has their characters going on. We also always have a scientist who just has garbage. <laughs> my Absolute nonsense science, just, yeah. The glasses, uh, what did they say, worked as makeshift petri dishes, and that's where the bacteria grew. And I was like, okay, well. And I love when they'll have like a long scientific monologue, and then another character will just go, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it's so tropey and it's so beautiful uh-huh. and I I love that we get a bit of it. But I, I also love just the interplay between the two. So we, we have all that going on, right? We have just um, Norb watching various things before he falls asleep at night. And then he kind of wakes up and acts them out, right? That's like the, the general gist of what's going on in the beavers world but I, I love the going back and forth between the two it's done really well you know it's almost like the tree dome oh what's it called uh it's not hibernation it's a similar episode though where sandy is hibernating and the i'm dirty dan stuff uh in oh, spongebob yeah, yeah. it's a very similar concept of sandy living out this like complicated fiction during her sleep yeah and that's that's essentially what Orb is doing here. That's mm-hmm. actually a really good connection. <laughs> and then Dag, just like SpongeBob and Patrick, it's kind of forced to play along. Uh, Norbert is like spraying Daggett with water and thinking Dag is some like evil villain. And Dag is saying, "Okay, you got me. I'm shrunk. I'm wet, but I'm shrunk." Yes. <laughs> because like they also... they decide that they're playing with height, I guess, or like size in general. Like they shrink, they shrink someone down really small, and then they're like, "But if we reverse." shrink her she'll be really big and then the other character's like exactly (laughs) it's oh my goodness and and yeah norb is just partially because he's eaten so many snacks i guess and he's just fallen asleep by the tv and and um this is actually casey's note but i agree with it 100 percent. this is definitely one of those episodes that shows you that Dag is not the quote-unquote annoying one. That Norb <laughs> yeah. has just as much capacity to be the worst. He he talks all pseudo-fancy and whatnot, but he is just as trash. He's like, just equally as trash. spooty. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. They are, they are such a spooty little pair they are. And in this one... This this episode specifically, Norb is just like, nope, I'm fine. You're just being whatever. Like I can do whatever I want, and yeah, and uh, Dagon's being the responsible it. one. Yeah, so it's yes. like they're both just complete buffoons and struggling to live in adulthood. And in that sense, it's kind of relatable for an older audience. I certainly feel like Norb and Daggett sometimes, like insurance. Oh man, I don't know, <laughs> but they. It is funny how they still consult their parents' advice from the past all the time. Like, Norb says uh, that he, or Daggett keeps saying that he can't wake a sleepwalker because they'll go all, and I quote, behooties. <laughs> Which is I mean, just in that charming Angry Beavers lexicon. 
I mean, wouldn't they go Bahooties, Casey? Yeah, I mean, wouldn't I would, they? certainly. And and then as, like, Norb just soaked Dag, and he's walking away kind of upset, and he goes, you're lucky mom said to never wake a sleepwalker. <laughs> like, he's you still know. listening to his mom's advice, who we saw in the very first episode, which, if you haven't seen the pilot of Angry Beavers, go watch it. It sets up this show so well. Yeah, and it, it throws you in so quick. Yeah. They literally... They, um, the moment they give birth to a new beaver, they just, like, kick out their old beavers is basically what happens. Yeah. So, when they're whatever age they are, Norman Dag just get kicked out of their home to, to find a new one. And that entire experience and how they end up in the tree yeah. is honestly some of the best parts of the show, I feel like. it was You just... see how their house is quote-unquote built and uh, how that ends up happening, the neighborhood they end up in, if you could call it that, their neck of the woods, so to speak. And yeah, it's delightful. So go watch that. This whole show is just delightful. There are only a few bad episodes, and we, we in our binge, we didn't watch the whole series, but we found two bad episodes that were paired together, and both were like direct copies of actual existing Ren and Stimpy episodes. So we have no idea what happened there. It was also really wild because we haven't seen that much of Ren and Stimpy, and mm-hmm. both of them were, like, direct parallels to Ren and Stimpy episodes that we've seen. So, like, out of the four episodes of Ren and Stimpy <laughs> I've seen in my life, True. two of those paired up with these two episodes. It was very strange. Um, so we don't need to get into those mm-hmm. necessarily, but the rest of season one was gold Brilliant. all around. Yeah. I remember we were watching it and we were like, is there even a single bad episode? And then we hit it like yeah. right after. And then there was the Kinks second one and so we speak. were like, are they all going to be bad now? Is this a pattern? And we know there are good ones in season three, but, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind. I mean, just continuing to watch the rest of the show, not necessarily in avatar fashion, but like we should just, yeah, just keep doing it at some point, either on our own or still periodically. Cause I was crunching the numbers as we got our podcast back up and running and f- every other episode of Friday night Nicktoons, uh, has either been Hey Arnold or SpongeBob. Wow. <laughs> Half of all, actually more that than is... that. And then everything else fits in that other 50%. Although we know that avatar by the end will be the most. With the 60 yeah, episodes. Yeah, we should, we should, like, build out a pie chart or something with that. Right, It'll right. Be fun to look at. Um, and this is our, by anyways. comparison, Angry Beavers is now 10% of our history of the show as of this episode. So one out of every 10. We do it pretty frequently. Yeah, and it, it deserves it for sure. It's, you know, again, it's a perfect episode for us to sort of break our hiatus with. It is always just so watchable. Like, it's... I'm always excited to watch some beavers in my life. Me too, me too. And yeah, they are both the annoying one. If this were like a Billy and Mandy episode, it would just be Billy tormenting Mandy the whole time. If it were Cat Dog, it would be Dog sleepwalking and Cat. Although actually a sleepwalking episode of Cat Dog would be brilliant because the other would be forced to like be dragged along with the antics. Oh yeah. (laughs) That would actually be pretty wild. There might Um, be one, who knows. I was going to say, I'm going to Google it, we'll see. Um... Mm -hmm. But basically, Dag is getting sick of it, so he decides that he's also going to uh, join in. He's going to eat a bunch of food, and he's going to sleepwalk alongside Norp, right? They're both kind of like, 
in this weird interplay between being in the movie and being in real life. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really well done, right? Like we see them in the screen, we see them in black and white, and then we see the reality. And, and the transition is really fun between sort of them, again, actually being there and them sort of play looking like they're in the TV. It's really cool. Yeah, and it is that sort of like, did they actually join the show? Like the, it really does, we lose our sense of reality with them, which is great. I do just for a moment want to talk about the second clip we get from these TV movies. And it's unclear to me if they're all one movie. I think they're all different. I, th- I want to say they're all different. Right, but like each I, night he's watching a different not movie, but necessarily clear. But on the second one, the our usual protagonist is going, or no, the scientist is going. To us, they're monsters. To them, they're fighting each other to be the bride of the volcano. And our deadpan protagonist just goes, "Poor she devils." <laughs> it's so good. The bride of the volcano, like, is that a food of the gods reference? It says I have they're no in the idea. Amazon. Look, honestly, the the entirety of what's going on there is just this wild, wild extravaganza of madness. But I I love it. I, that, that's what I love, too. They always kind of throw us into the middle of these plots, right? Of these yes. fake TV shows. Just enough, like, with almost no context, but just enough context for it to still be funny. It's like when um, you overhear a snippet of a really specific conversation on the street and you just have to know more. Yes, that's, like, everything that happens. So we, we don't know why they're just looking at these Amazonian women who are trying to eat things out of the river to become the bride of the volcano. Like, who knows? Who knows what logic's going on here? But it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of have the beavers falling into that, right? Because it's, it's the same one that they fall into, right? Or is it does it switch to a new movie? I think it is that one because they're, like, at a river, just like the... Okay. Oh, yeah, and he refers to them as the she-devils. You're right, you're right. Okay, I couldn't remember for sure. Because there is a commercial first in which the narrator says, a receding hairline might be the reason why you can't rumba. And if that can't get you to go take a Latin dance class, I don't know what... Or no, it's not even... It's, like, both, right? It's, like, a hair... (laughs) Yes, you know, Casey, when you want to get your hair back and learn to dance <laughs> at the same time, it's a common problem. Oh, that's funny. It's hurting millions of Americans, and I'm I'm sad that you uh, you're treating this like a joke, Casey. It's a very <laughs> serious set of conditions here. Um, I'll be there soon no, enough. I'll have to uh, I'll have to leave the the dance halls soon enough once I lose the rest <laughs> of this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're they're eating all the food in the world and again we kind of have like the monsters they've they've changed and we sort of have like again it's almost like the the tv characters are recognizing that the beavers are entering into the tv universe right Mm -hmm. like it's it's this weird again loss of reality situation that plays out really well but they're they're just forcing food down their throats like (laughs) wild and i think the line is something about them hitting critical mass um yes which is a great line yeah because then we cut to them just stuffing their faces which i guess is the food part of the clods and they're the clods okay i get it now i get it it's oh it's so good it's so good and i you know i don't even remember exactly how this gets resolved if it really gets resolved 
they I think they just cut to the next morning after okay. their like trippy Chaos, final right? sequence. Yeah, because yeah. they're both sleepwalking essentially because and it's because of this food, it's unclear. <laughs> but like it's when Dag joins him that he starts sleepwalking too and in the morning Dag says, You started the whole thing with your spooty sleepwalking and they're both sick. Yeah. And uh, they keep blaming each other. And we have this orchestra swell that plays them out like a cheesy movie. Oh, it, it was um, just wonderful. It's also great. They, they're watching the next movie. And it's like the narrator is even grossed out by it. He's like, it's the oozing flesh of the rotting hand. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, and it's that same narrator from the, uh, <laughs> the day the world got really screwed up where they have the outro of that episode and he's like, this is a plot so convoluted that even the narrator <laughs> like won't tolerate it. <laughs> it's like, I read the script on the way over and I was like, really? This is what we're doing? It doesn't make an iota of sense. <laughs> And it just keeps going. That might be the hardest laugh I've ever had on this show is when we watched that episode. I pray that he shows up in more of Angry Beavers, this narrator. That's obviously, like, that specific moment is his prime time to shine, but he is gold everywhere he shows. Like, just beautiful. Just, Just the way that he's a narrator that you can tell, like, hates what he's saying half the time right <laughs> and like, like he's... is a person like i feel like voiceover yes. artists are taught to be as neutral as possible and pleasant as possible and he he puts such an opinion on everything and it's awesome yeah. like the the title of the movie he can't even get out because he's like this is so gross like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Ugh. oh, and in one of the commercials, there's a license plate that says Beaver Fur, B V R F U R. I thought that was yes. cute. There's a lot of little, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, just little details, Easter eggs, whatever, thrown throughout the, this show that are, that are just fun little, fun little tidbits. And oh man, it it really is, guys. It is good to be back. It is good to be Nick tuning again, and this is definitely the show to do it with because. If you're ever having a bad day, I swear, just, like, watch some Angry Beavers and, like, how bad could it possibly be? Totally. Same with Rugrats, I think. Although Rugrats creep some people out, and I get that. But, you know... If you do the right episode. Like, if you watch the home movies video, I feel like... Like, how can you be in a bad mood after watching that? That's so true. And, yeah, of course, next week we'll have our whiplash going to Avatar, being like, remember that hilarious and silly Angry Beavers episode? Well, now, here's a, uh, you know brutal episode about what it means to be a part of a family who's committed war crimes <laughs> yes oh my goodness definitely two uh two different sides of a technically same coin but almost like i mean that's kind of the reason we have the whole debate right where where does avatar sit on the nicktoon right. spectrum because right. it is it is something else and i'm honestly liking the back and forth it helps us get both sides of just the nicktoon canon yeah and i i do too i feel like we might, I think, increase the density of Avatar once it gets really intense. Yeah. But I do like having sort of the break between it and sort of the time to remember the, the other half of Nicktoons because there's just a lot there. Totally. Um, if we ever have an overabundance of time, maybe we could do more episodes, but I just feel like it's... Ugh, once a week is really really where we're landed for, for the foreseeable future. Everyone has so much content to watch on their lists anyway that That's like true. we don't want to throw too much at them. Yeah. 
And if you've already watched on without us, we totally do not blame you. I yeah. figure even if you've seen it before, I know for us just like going back talking about it is still a blast. So hopefully well, you, you guys still it, like even if we were on schedule, it'll have been twelve weeks since we started our watch through. That's more than enough. You can watch Avatar in a weekend. So like people oh, yeah. might be on their third or fourth rewatches like I am now at this point. True. But yeah, the slow burn of it, I'm learning a lot. Like, going through it just every other week, it's forcing me to kind of live with each episode for longer, and I feel like I'm internalizing it more. Yeah, definitely. The binge you get... I mean, don't get me wrong, it's still phenomenal, but you definitely kind of just consume it all a little right. a little quick, perhaps. Like, everything um, seems crystal clear to me right now. Like, they find the Avatar, they go to the Southern Water Tribe... They then go off on their journey, but make a pit stop at the Southern Air Temple, and then they go to Omashu, and that's where we yeah. are. You know, it's just all very crystal clear. Plays the pacing out. Um, I'm realizing now we are definitely not talking about the Beavers episode anymore. Not upset, <laughs> that's but true. Uh, that is perhaps true. we have nothing left to say on this episode. Is that is that fair? <laughs> I think that certainly is fair. Yeah, we we got a little behooties there, everyone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's been too long. Yeah. We gotta get some behooties going. Um, also, behooties. That's that's my my goal is to use the word behooties more frequently in my life. You'd think we'd At least be on used this to their weird lingo, and like as soon as he said behooties, I burst out laughing. It's like it's what? so gold. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, Casey, it's going to at least at least talking to you, because I don't know if normal people can handle a word like behooties and like yeah, not right. die, but like. <laughs> I do think our happened. reaction to the Animal Crossing reveal last week, the only way it can be described is behooties. Oh, my goodness. OK, guys, just just a quick. We're, we're, we're already off on the tangent, so quick subtangent here if you hate animal crossing you're wrong and you yep. can stop listening now 100 um, percent. we do not want your listenership if you don't love <laughs> animal crossing i actively want you to stop listening to the podcast <laughs> if you don't play animal crossing <laughs> um but actually uh no um we got, jokes. we got jokes we love all our listeners but it was that reveal was like i almost cried tears of joy yeah. like i was so unprepared you made think, so like, many noises Oh, God. And then for those of you that didn't watch it, there was a fake out where they made it seem like they were just adding an Animal Crossing character to Smash. And I was so infuriated. I was so like, that's it. I'm done. I'm done with Nintendo games. I felt games. my heart break into a million pieces. And even logically, the whole time, I was like, it would be stupid. They wouldn't do it. But then I thought, I love Nintendo, but they've done a lot of stupid things before. And it would not be past them to blow this, you know? Honestly, though, I, I've I've seen it before, so uh, we'll not have quite. To, we'll have to build another uh, Friday Night Nicktoons room in our houses in. Uh, oh yeah! In the new Switch game. I'm so excited! I'm so excited for rebuilding literally everything in a town. Um, yeah, my soon roommate enough, and I are starting like... City Folk tonight. We just our copy just came off Amazon, and we're gonna start it back up just to get back in that sort of console land. We're gonna, guys. This is gonna become like the Nicktoons slash Animal Crossing. <laughs> like it'll be like every other week, we're either going to talk about Avatar or Animal Crossing. I swear to God. Okay, who um, would be the cutest Nick character to become a villager? Oh my God, oof. There's a lot of options. You know, 
first thing that came to mind, and like I don't even know what it would look like, was Appa. Like if you made like a smaller oh, version of it. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I thought of Darwin right away because he basically oh. already is. He's oh, rude. Oh, he totally. He would fit cute. in so well. <laughs> His like bot that Klasky Chupo body shape is like kind of perfect for the Animal Crossing figures. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we're on topic, guys. We are. <laughs> We are back, and we are focused, and we are ready to talk about everything that's on our minds. We so sure hopefully are. that's, I guess if, if you've been listening to the show for any amount of time, you're you're used to this by now. Right. I think. This is what we do. This is what you come here for. <laughs> and we at least made, tied Animal Crossing into Nicktoons. You know, picture Spike and Fifi, uh, living together in an Animal Crossing house. You know. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Now I want this. Yeah. Like would literally make zero sense to ever happen, and Are like you people Nick would probably. Are racing isn't enough for you? Oh my goodness! Wait, is, is that... that out yet? I was literally just about to ask. I almost like, how many dollars is it? Because if it's cheap enough, forty dollars. Consider... Mm, well, we're gonna wait for it to hit clearance bins, kids. October twenty third. Yeah, that's... yeah, it'll drop it... to like five dollars in a year. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll I'll wait for it to to hit the uh hit the bargain bins of the world and that's when casey and i will pick it up and we'll will live stream us playing it or something i don't oh, even know it looks terrible it looks like a 2005 computer game i think it was to be fair <laughs> i think like there actually was a terrible yeah. version of this back in the day but like so, man there is n- no reason for this to come back oh god it is yeah but the racers are kind of fun we got uh spongebob and patrick tommy a teenage mutant ninja turtle um it says hey arnold oh, you know, the... is represented but i don't see him i see a picture of uh this um rugrats world that's actually kind of cute the background here oh with the puzzles oh, I see... with the puzzle yeah. pieces on the ground Mm-hmm. i also see um a uh have you seen this pig abner sign in uh the name of the city i'm blanking on but you know so so in hillwood i almost like yeah hillwood that's the one. Oh yeah okay I, i'm looking I at these pictures you... are you on polygon yes yeah these are okay this actually doesn't look okay then i saw helga <laughs> it's you know okay i i'm still sticking to bargain bin prices but yeah. i feel like i will get enough joy out of it to pay exactly bargain bin prices yeah we should at least play it together at some point absolutely only one of us should buy it but you know right right i'll i'll take the hit um (laughs) i will say twenty dollars or less and i'll i'll pick it up so if if anybody notices this being on sale for twenty dollars or less hit us up on twitter let me know and i will i will stick to my word okay now that we've talked about everything that we could ever talk about, any other unrelated topics? Or oh, we, what else we hit has happened in the last month? We got a new av- live-action avatar. We'll talk about that in the conclusion. Static cling. We still don't really know anything. Yeah, um, it's it supposedly was going to be released in 2018, but we're hitting the end of that, and we still don't have a date on it. So it's really kind of up in the air. Yeah, yeah, it's, and the Invader Zim. Um, I think that was slated for 2019 in the first place, right. wasn't it? Or was it not even given a date? We might have made that up. I think we just liked the linearness of the three years, three new movies. It, it's very plausible, But honestly. And now we got this Rugrats live action thing with the Rugrats reboot. It really is a weird time 
in this podcast history because even two and a half years ago when we started this it's like nicktoons were kind of irrelevant on the national stage there was no jungle movie announcement yet there was i mean really nothing happening the shows were bad loud house hadn't even started yet i think um and now where it's like this resurgence and i just don't even man so so much so much is going on and i just i don't even know like what to be excited about but right. i'm excited about all of it and also skeptical about all right. of it i mean if it's good i'll be happy i don't generally love reboot culture because i would always rather see a good new show than a good reboot but I don't know, it would make me very happy to see the new Rugrats be excellent. But like I've said before, I've never seen all of Rugrats, so why am I here clamoring for more Rugrats when more Rugrats exists already for me? I don't have to wait. <laughs> yeah, so much, so much more Rugrats. I, I mean, and, and I don't even know if I want a modernized version right. of Rugrats necessarily. Um, Do the babies use like Snapchat or Instagram stories now, I guess? <laughs> Yeah, because, like, Hey Arnold was an incomplete story, so I was right. happy to see The Jungle get made, and, and Craig Bartlett had wanted it for years, and mm-hmm. so so seeing that story get it sort of full circle that we are missing out on, and as a person who has seen every episode of Hey Arnold, I, I can rightfully say, man, I wish I wish that movie got made, you know? Um, you know, I still haven't. I should just do that on my own. It's totally worth I doing. I probably have, um, like, ten episodes left of Hey Arnold Tops, but I've never done a full watch-through. Yeah, and, and it's not as linear as, like, um, As Told by Ginger by any right. means, but th- there's certainly some sort of a sort of a plot going on. Specifically, though, the things leading up to the jungle are definitely yeah. all laid out Yeah, and we've there. watched those. And, like, the yes. story of the neighborhood is linear. You know, tenants move in, they move out. There's different things that are focused on. But, yeah, episode to episode, not a whole lot. Yeah, but, um, man, where, where was I going with this? Oh, so, so that one I was okay with. I gen- generally don't love reboot reboot culture either, unless, again, if you if you feel like these characters have more to say or something new to say, um, I don't I don't really know that Rugrats does right. Like they have they've had how many episodes in total? Like hundreds. Yeah. Um, I mean, so like, it, I don't really. I think the longest running Nicktoon, maybe SpongeBob has passed it by now. But it was quite a while from 91 to 2004 um we're, we're talking a just a ton right like tons of episodes um a total of 172 episodes over a 13 year run hmm. so yeah and i'm willing to bet that anybody who claimed that there was any reason to make new raw rats has not seen all 172 episodes Right. Of the show, right. right? Like, it's that's obscene. They saw um, dollar signs, yeah. And, like, but it is a weird one. I don't know. And same with Rocco. It's like, we were, we rolled our eyes at the whole, you know, Joe Murray saying that there's these characters have more to say. And we were like, what were they saying in the first place? And, you know, I get it now. I think Rocco's is one of the most biting social commentary shows Nick ever had. Yeah. And I'm interested to see how it, how it plays in a, even if like the setting isn't necessarily modernized, but I'm, I'm sure to some extent it will be. Um, I, I think that there will be things that he'll say that are more relevant to to modern day. Yeah. Um, I'm also interested to see if he can get away with as much as he could back in the day, right? Right. right. 
Um, and yeah, with a show like Rocco's Modern Life, where the point is that he's kind of an old soul in a, a world that is moving too fast, you have to update it to 2018 if you're doing an, yes. a new movie of it. Um, so that one I'm actually really excited Me for. Me too. Um, and, and I think part of that too is just that, again, it, even though you could argue, well, you haven't seen all of Rocco, so why aren't you saying that when you're saying it about Rugrats? Like, Rugrats doesn't really say anything new in any of the True. episodes, right? They're always great, and, and they do say different things. I don't, I don't want to say, like, it's the same episode 172 times, but, like, there's, there's sort of the same general arcs going, right? Like, we still get the same joy out of watching new episodes, but Rocco's is definitely a different flavor within all of their episodes you know what i mean right. it's... and there are bland episodes of rocco's too like oh, i yeah. don't particularly have an interest in watching all of that one no um anyways anyways yeah, i think we're caught up that's about a month's worth of banter <laughs> oh goodness guys um can you see that we we've missed this we've missed talking about nothing to you guys and hopefully hopefully you know this this will probably be a little bit longer than average too so you guys don't even have to feel bad for for what we missed out on right we're all good yeah let's just keep marathoning it to the length of all the missed episodes that it would have been so good let's go for like a solid three hours oh my goodness i probably could talk Um, about nicktoons for three hours if you forced me to we have honestly well yeah Um, we've done it for three days straight that's how long it would take to listen to us start to finish Isn't that scary? Like, someone could have locked us in a room for a weekend and hit record from a Friday to a Sunday, and it would have been the same amount of time as this podcast. That's wild. That really is. And thanks to everyone who's stuck with us through it. I know we've had a couple of breaks here and there, but overall, we we keep it chugging along. We keep it going. The content is still there. We still have so much, too. That's, That's one of the exciting things, too, is we've never stopped because we're like, well... We're all out of Nicktoons. That's true. When we get back, we're like, oh my god, we have... What if we switch to daily? What if we do this? Like, we need to... <laughs> we need to cover more episodes. Because the truth is, there's thousands of Nicktoon episodes, and we will never get to all of them. No. But we... We are slowly hitting... Hitting the best of them as much as we can. Um, I guess with that, too, if there are any best of the best episodes that we've missed out on of any show that you love, any Nicktoon show, let us know. Um... Otherwise, we'll just keep digging for them. But I do love hearing what people's favorite episodes of different shows are. And we'll definitely, you know, try and add them into our queue. Especially if we Um, haven't done a show you love in a while. Like, I always appreciate it when someone messages or emails us and is like, Hey, love the show, but you guys are ignoring my favorite show, Danny Phantom, Wild Thornberries, Doug. Ugh, God help us. (laughs) Yeah, the day, you know, you're you're watching the wrong, wrong podcast if you want us to. But you know what? If there is some outstanding episode of Doug that we've missed out on, There's let gotta us know. Be. It's so, like, There's... iconic. There has to be a, just a brilliant episode of Doug, right? I hope. <laughs> I hope. But let us know, and we'll we'll see if we've we've been missing out on some, some gem. We definitely uh, are not dying to get back to it, but if you tell us that there's an episode that is worthwhile, we will throw it on the list. You know, we're open-minded here. Yeah, I'll bet it's the one we did the longest ago. That sounds plausible, other than, like, the one-season wonders and whatnot. Yeah, of our two top tiers of shows, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's hard to, it's hard to motivate myself to get back to Doug. It is mm-hmm. not great. 
Oh no, Asphalt by Ginger is the one we haven't done well, on okay. this, but that's different. I was gonna say that had its whole its whole day yeah. and everything. We should so. bring it back at some point. It's been long enough. Yeah, I feel like that we just we have so much content that we haven't right, talked about right. period that like And Avatar is more serious and Ginger is more serious, so we like lighthearted yeah. in between. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. But eventually. For All right. sure. Yeah, I think that's enough let's, banter. <laughs> let's get to the conclusion already. That's what people have been thinking for a while now, Casey. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe you'll love it. Maybe you could listen to this for, for three hours or three days, yeah. but I think it's about time. Maybe we need a banter <laughs> section, but until then. <laughs> All right, our Twitter poll for this week is, should you wake up a sleepwalker? Is your answer no, they'll go behooties, or yes, they're a danger to themselves and others? So do you agree or disagree with the beaver's parents? Which, to remind you guys, we, we talked about an episode about sleepwalking and beavers. It, it was a while ago, but we did it. So in, in case this is feeling out of nowhere, um, that's where that one came from. <laughs> Next week, we are getting back on track with Avatar The Last Airbender, episode 6. Um, and also, I'm sure you guys have heard there's a live-action Avatar The Last Airbender series coming to Netflix. Um, the original creator, I believe, or at least... Yeah, both of them. Both of them are um, are working on it, which gives me hope. But we all know that there's a certain live-action something that we won't watch. Um, and so, so I think we're all feeling a little skeptical. Um, I, I know I am, again, we, we've talked about all the different types of reboot situations. I'm hoping that it goes well I'm, I'm a little bit interested to see how bending looks in live action when it's done right because hmm. we've seen how it looks when it's done wrong um, that's true <laughs> so i'm interested to see if like uh you know modern day technology can make it look as stunning as i think it just looks in the animated world yeah. that's the big one that i just i feel like it works so beautifully when it's animated that i just don't know if it'll ever really look as good in person but we'll see and with no offense meant to younger listeners here i kind of hope they just make it their game of thrones like i I, obviously they don't need to go that far with it but i would like to see an avatar universe that isn't restricted by uh like tv ratings you know that isn't uh pandering to any specific age and it's like this will be as like intense or violent as it needs to be in every moment yeah, I agree with that for sure. Um, it, it definitely does not need to be geared towards children. Mm-hmm. I do hope that they don't make it so serious no. that they lose the lightheartedness of it. Yeah, though, right? it there's, shouldn't there's go full play. gritty. That's true. Yeah. Right? Like, there, there's there's an interplay here. It's part of what makes the show great is that we have this, like, childhood dynamic going on alongside all of the war and whatnot. So it's, it's hard to... I mean, it, it's hard enough that they got it done right once. So I'm always skeptical mm-hmm. if they can they can recreate it and make it right a second time but i'm i'm hopeful we'll definitely watch it regardless um yeah but i am interested to see how that plays out maybe it'll come out right as we finish our avatar watch and we'll have to add it to our list (laughs) avatar will never end it's fine fine by me honestly it will be cool though speaking of all these reboots like with the new avatar series and with the new rugrats like we can just start discussing them just like the old stuff. It's just weird to think about currently airing things. Yeah. I mean, man, 
It really is a wild time to be alive for Nicktoons. Mm-hmm. And I think Fairly Odd Parents is still technically on, or is that over is now? Is it? I know they said they were done, but like I don't know if the final episode has happened no, if yet. Fi- if the final episode has happened, we should watch it. I argue. Just yeah, just I think cause. so too. Um, um season see, ten. It looks like the last episode was February of twenty seventeen, so I feel like that's long enough ago. Yeah, maybe that is it then. Let's see if there's like a date for the airing uh, just on their main wikipedia yeah it's over yeah officially been canceled okay so i think we should at some point yeah i know we don't love new but just just... to formally say goodbye to it yeah yeah and i I think even if we don't love it i think i think it deserves that you know it deserves a a goodbye and i hope that there was some sort of i don't know something well well, we'll give it a shot. So maybe we'll... I, I forget what we have scheduled out to, but maybe let's throw that on to our next scheduled event. We've also got our social media pages yet again. We've got a Twitter, which where you hopefully saw our announcement that we're back. Uh, thanks to everyone who shared that. we got a Facebook page, which I'll start using more again now that we're back. We've got YouTube, which this will be uploaded to. And, of course, Apple Podcasts and however else you get your podcasts. So uh, all those reviews and comments are much appreciated. Thank you. And with all of that said and done and you guys hearing everything about everything you've ever wanted, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.